Hello, hello! Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On this episode, I want to talk about telepathy and how to discern what is real. This great question came from a listener. Thank you, Mia Mob. Her question was, do you have any insight on telepathy? What is real and what is created in our mind? So let's dive in. That's such a good question, and especially when it comes to twin flames. So I'm going to start very basic and define what telepathy is and then open it up to all methods of communicating. This way we can get really clear on this topic. Then I'll share about how we can use it on our twin flame journey. I'm also going to talk about discerning what is real or what is made up and the importance boundaries play in this. And then lastly, I'll give you five ways that you can use to hone your telepathic skills. So the definition of telepathy in the Oxford Dictionary is the supposed communication of thoughts or ideas by means other than the known senses. I mean, first of all, the word, the use of the word supposed already makes it questionable, right? Imagine if the definition and therefore the common belief in our system around telepathy emitted the word supposed, right? Telepathy is the communication of thoughts or ideas by means beyond the five senses. Anyway, I find this definition very antiquated. In the Merriam-Webster definition, it says communication from one mind to another by extrasensory means, which I believe is a more clear understanding of telepathy. So remember, everything, as you know, is vibration and energy, and sound was the first manifestation of vibration, right? We are taught to hear through our ears, but there are other ways that we can hear. So the language of the universe is to speak to us through images, symbols, metaphors, and myths. And that list also includes songs, miracles, synchronicities, and dreams. And I also want to add synesthesia, which is when your senses communicate through different means, right? So some people see colors when they hear music, or they see shapes when they hear names, etc., Right? So for some people, their experience of telepathy might be through images or shapes or colors or songs. Right? So for me, in my experience, telepathy is communication through all these different ways. Right? In telepathy, a message is communicated to you and you either hear it, feel it, see it visually as a symbol or image or sense it in our non-ordinary ways of communication. So when talking about telepathy, the thing that's important to be conscious of is that some of us are super open energetically and are picking up other people's energies and thoughts and we might not even be aware of it. So in order to be clear on telepathy, we need to know where we start and where we end. We need to know what is ours and what is not ours, right? And what is okay and what is not okay for us. That's why boundaries are super important. Physical, mental, energetic, and spiritual boundaries are super important. All of those for telepathy, for, for really clear understanding, knowing telepathy. And that's why meditating is so important. And also why clearing our energy is so important. And also being able to tune into our intuition is super helpful and imperative, right? As you know, on this twin flame journey. So intuition, right, comes from the soul and it speaks through our body and our heart. And it's often very quiet. It's subtle and it doesn't carry an emotional charge, right? Intuition is not emotional. It's not loud and it's not weighted, right? It's not a heavy energy. 
It's our ego and our minds that are emotional, right? Old wounds in our body can carry emotion, but present moment awareness and embodiment of our truth is different. That's a knowing, right? It's subtle. It's not charged. There's almost a stillness to it, right? It's just like the presence of divine source energy. It's based in unconditional love and for our highest good, right? The truth, the resonance of truth is a knowing, right? And the resonance of something that is not true or not for our highest good or is false or is fantasy usually comes across as very fuzzy energy. So that's something to think about too. When you get a really clear, calm, still knowing message, that's probably grounded in some real truth for you. So let's talk about messages from our twin flames as well as from intermediaries for our twin flames, such as angels, guides, or people close to our twin flames, all of who can send messages for to us from them. So as I mentioned, intuition is a knowing, right? And not usually charged with emotion, but it's useful to discern between emotions and feelings. So emotions are from our body, right? Whereas feelings are an awareness and perception of the emotions. And so where our feelings can come in handy is to intuit information about the messages we are getting. For example, say you get a telepathic message from your twin flame. First check the feeling. See if it feels good or not. If it doesn't feel good, it's probably not for your highest good or from your twin flame or from a benevolent being. And then ask, is this message for my highest good? Is this message for my twin flame? Is this message meant for me? And most of the time you will get a clear answer. I remember one time I was in London and I was in this strange hotel room and it had a strange energy to me. And I heard a voice talking to me inside of my head and it was super clear. He told me his name and that he was a guide. And I was so desperate at that time to hear from my twin flame, right? I was lonely. I was homesick. However, the energy felt strange and I wasn't sure. So I asked if he was here for my highest good, like, are you here for my highest good? And then I felt into the answer, no. And then immediately I felt him leave. And because of the law of free will, a message or guide that is not benevolent and not for your highest good will leave if you ask, right? But we have to ask. And also when you're in a low vibrational place, it's not usually when you're going to get a clear message from your twin flame. Remember, you vibrate the same at a soul level, right? So it's harder for them to reach you when you're in a lower vibration. And then if you ask and you don't get a clear answer, right? That's what I was talking about earlier, where the truth, the truth is clear, right? And if you don't get a clear answer, there's usually some interference there. And it could be because your energy is all over the place and you're unable to hear, or that the energy coming through is not clear and all over the place. And so if you don't get a clear answer, I suggest to stop, take some deep breaths, and then if you can, get in some water, because the energy of water will help you get clear and raise your vibration. And then get away from the subject, get away, raise your vibration, and then ask the question again later. So I think asking is really, really important when you're dealing with telepathy and you're questioning it. And then when you hear from your twin telepathically, you may also ask, is this from my imagination? Right? But like most of us, when we were children, we had active imaginations, 
wild imaginations, right? If you're around a child, you can see it, right? Their children are able to tune in often if they're allowed and given space to their past lives and angels, right? And imaginary friend, what we call imaginary friends, but they're able to tune into these subtle, more subtle energies all around them. And we call that imagination. So, so I ask you or invite you to explore the question, what does imagination mean to you? Where does it come from? Where do your wild ideas come from? And where does creativity come from? Right? So I'll leave that up to you, imagination, to play with. <laughs> and then there's our daytime dreams, right? Where we create stories. Or are we creating them, right? But these stories come to us and say we create stories and possibly even voices in our heads, right? And we question, well, is this real? I mean, I know I've done this numerous times, right? Early on in my twin flame journey, I remember I had so many dialogues with my twin flame in my head. So many, so many conversations. And were they real? I mean, I think so. So, right? So here's the thing. My twin flame and I are the same soul vibration. So chances are good they were real. They were real to me at the time. And ultimately, it was only my ego that needed the validation, right? Because the experience felt real to me. The dialogue was helpful and it felt good, right? So there's no, I don't see any harm in that. And I actually think and know that those dialogues helped me to eventually open up to a different mode of communication, to a more telepathic communication, right? So I just look at those sort of daytime dreamy conversations as just a different way to communicate and just a different level of vibration and communication. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't real or valuable or true. And then over time and then practice at getting my ego out of the way, I can now feel the difference between the different vibrations and the different levels of communication if my ego's out of the way. And if I can't feel it, it's usually because I've got an ulterior motive going on with my ego. So getting the ego out of the way is probably one of the most important ways to fine tune your discernment around telepathy from your twin flame, right? As I said, it's our ego that needs our validation. When our ego is out of the way, right? And needing any validation or having any neediness to hear from them, when that energy is gone, then we can tune into the truth of the message or, or, or the truth of the energy, and then it doesn't matter how it shows up, right? Whether it's through dialogue or images or dreams or imagination or voices in the head. You know, remember the universe speaks to us through all different ways, all kinds of symbols. And it, ultimately, it's all vibration. So let's say you receive a message in your head, right? In your mind, a telepathic message, and it feels real. But you have no scientific or tangible way to prove this. So it would be natural that you would want to question it. So then you ask yourself, was this made up? And if you still don't get a clear answer, wait 24 hours and then try and recreate that dialogue. For example, so I once had a very clear and beautiful conversation telepathically from someone who was very close to my twin flame. And there was a message to me from him through this other person. And the message was really beautiful and everything I wanted to hear. And it answered a lot of questions for me. But then naturally, I questioned if it was real because it was so like perfect. Um, and I wondered, did I make this up? So I waited 24 hours. And then I went to recreate that dialogue, like if it came from my imagination or creativity. And I couldn't recreate it because 
I realized it wasn't in my energy field. It wasn't mine. It didn't come from me. So then I knew 24 hours later that without a shadow of a doubt, it came from this other person. So I find that a really uh, fun way to get some discernment around a telepathic message, right? Wait 24 hours and then try and recreate it. And the other thing I wanted to mention is that we tend to believe the negative messaging is real and disregard the positive messages. And I'm sure there's some psychological reason deep down, it's probably in the collective, why this is so. But here's the truth as I know it, right? Your twin flame would have no reason to send you a negative message telepathically, just like divine source energy would never have a reason, right? Your guides don't send you negative messages. If you receive a negative message or a troublesome message in your head, it's not from you. It's not from you, right? Remember to ask if, the, if it's there for your highest good. If it's not, ask that, that guide or that voice to leave. And mean it, right? Say it with your divine will. Leave now. You are not welcome here. And if you worry about hurting their feelings, this other energy's feelings, then just know there's probably some codependency work that is needed on your part, right? And you may ask, well, is this coming from my, in my head, right? Well, why would you be negative to yourself? If, if that's true, then just stop, right? Stop. Let's stop this abuse now. There's no reason to speak negatively to ourselves, right? That would, and again, that comes from some belief or someone taught us to speak that way because our true self coming out of the womb as a beautiful soul would not come with that dialogue, right? Those are learned messages. So if you feel that you've got a positive and loving message from your twin flame, I see no viable reason to not believe it. And if you feel that that comes from yourself, remember you are the same soul right? So it could be coming from your soul or their soul. It doesn't match the same vibration. Okay, let's talk about ways to help get clarity on telepathy. So the first one, so important, meditate. And I want to add on to this because I learned this through a Shirley MacLaine book <laughs> because I was so open energetically and I didn't realize it and I'd always go sit to meditate and I always had these horrible, horrible experiences, right? I didn't realize I was picking up on so many energies. And I remember reading a Shirley MacLaine book. I couldn't tell you which one it was, but she talked about that when you go to meditate, you need to shield your space so that only benevolent divine source energy is allowed in your space. And that was a revelation for me because no one had ever told me that, that before. So I'm sharing that with you because I find so many twin flames are so open energetically. When I started shielding my meditation space and putting a boundary around myself, my life changed and my meditation practice changed. And it's important to meditate so you can clear your mind and that you can get used to the vibration of silence versus the vibration of the chatter sounds in your mind, right? The rumination and just the ongoing unconscious dialogue. And then also being able to tune into your intuition and your higher self, knowing what the vibration of different guides feel, right? And also the, the resonance of what your twin flame would feel talking to you. And meditation will open you up to all of this. Right? And the challenge, as I mentioned, is that your twin flame has a similar resonance to you. But my experience is that when I hear from him telepathically, it feels so special, right? And it's just a knowing. It's a deep sweetness. It's a knowing. And 
you know, my energy with him, there's just a very sweet feeling. So when I feel that feeling, then I know it's coming from him, right? But he also communicates to me through my guides and my dreams and automatic writing. And I've also done shamanic journeying where he, he and his guides communicate to me that way. So there's so many ways that your twin flame can communicate to you. Okay, number two, as I mentioned, practice boundary setting. So important. Know where your energy ends and someone else's begins. Protect your thoughts, right? If you have the gift of reading other people's thoughts without their permission, stop that right now. <laughs> I'm serious. It's imperative. Block that, right? Set the intention that only your thoughts are allowed in your mind or thoughts that are messages for your highest good are allowed. Once you do this, you'll be able to tune in when other people are sort of vampiring you and getting into your mind, right? When other people are psychic and abusing their psychic abilities. Psychic abilities are a gift. We all have it, right? We have to earn it because if we abuse it, it will be taken away, right? Just like you don't walk into someone else's house uninvited, you don't walk into someone else's minds uninvited. And your twin flame will always ask your higher self for permission. And when you want to communicate telepathically with your twin flame, please ask their higher self for permission, right? This way you're not interfering with any human 3D karma or work that they may be doing. And also, this way you'll be con connecting to them from their higher self, not from any wounds in their human self, right? And their higher self will let you know if they're open to this way of communication. And as Brene Brown says, you can't have real vulnerability without boundaries. And so any sort of communication or relationship or divine connection with your twin flame will want to be a vulnerable one where you can show up authentically. So boundaries are necessary for so many reasons. Okay, number three, pay attention to the language of the universe, right? To symbols, songs, signs, images, numbers, dreams, animals, Tune into the space between objects, write down your dreams, get creative, play, right? All of these open up your telepathic channels. Um, number four, do your healing work. As I always say, our bodies are the key to our intuition, right? We feel our truth through our bodies and our heart, not our minds. And our bodies will never lie to us. But if they have things, if our bodies have energies that we have repressed or ignored or denied or shut down, They've gone into our unconscious self. And just know that those energies in our unconscious self will interfere with our intuition, which is why when you do your healing work and you clear your old wounds, all of your psychic gifts that you already have just open up. There's just a clear channel for them. And the fifth one is practice receiving love and opening your heart, which follows closely behind the healing work. But I also know it's really hard to open your heart and be receptive when there's wounding or um, childhood stuff that needs tending to but when we've done that work right and our hearts are open that's when we can really receive clear telepathic messages and and know the truth in them and all of this takes practice right especially depending on where you are in your journey what your upbringing was right all of this is also related to our belief system because what we believe to be true becomes true. If we were raised that telepathy was real and our parents communicated to us telepathically when we weren't at home, we would believe in it. We wouldn't question it, right? So what we're also questioning is our belief system. 
and everything we believe and know to be true and about what other people think, right? It's, it's multi-layered and it's in our collective consciousness. But the more you practice keeping your mind clear, right? Your boundaries intact, speaking the language of the universe, healing your wounds and opening your heart, the easier and easier it will be to receive and send messages telepathically to your twin flame and to receive them from your guides and your higher self and source energy, right? And remember to always ask permission for their higher selves, anyone's higher self that you want to communicate with. So I hope that helped. Um, I do have some guided meditations on my website. Some are free, some for purchase. And there's a free heart opening one that I've gotten a lot of great feedback on. So if you haven't already, give that a try. And also the Divine Feminine one is a fun one with creativity and just getting you out of your thinking mind. So as challenging as this journey can be, I, I, I'm here to tell you, and some of you are already experiencing it, the rewards are great, right? They're greater than the darkness that we can sometimes plummet to. On the other side of the darkness, which is part of human life, these, these shadows, right? This polarity of the universe, there is the dark, the darkness. But when we see the darkness and actually look at it in the face, we see that it's just wanting our attention so that we can know the light. And on the other side, there's magic and great love and spiritual gifts and instant manifestations that await you. I promise you, I promise you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for listener support. If you feel inspired, I've turned on listener support and I'm grateful for that support. It helps me as I take, you know, make these um, podcasts, which I actually really love doing. Um, but I'm grateful for all of you and I'm sending you all so much love. Namaste. Namaste.